Welcome to the Health and Wealth Power Hour, the podcast provides you with the knowledge and insights you need to achieve physical, mental, and financial well-being. I'm your host, Arlen Pickett, a business consultant who's passionate about helping people achieve a more balanced and healthier life. Each week, we'll deep dive into topics related to health and wealth, including retirement income planning, innovative healthcare solutions, alternative funded health plans, and specific actions individuals and business owners can take to gain control of their finances, have access to affordable quality health care, and achieve peace of mind. We'll also be joined by innovative experts who will share their knowledge and insights on prevalent topics. So, whether you're looking to grow your wealth or improve your health, you've come to the right place. Get ready to be informed, inspired, and empowered. Let's get started. All right, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Health and Wealth Power Hour. I am your host, Harlan Pickett. Great to have you with us again today. Man, we have got some crazy stuff to talk about today. Why? Because the traditional health system has failed folks over and over again. It's not a brand new concept. It's been happening for a long, long time. There are great people in our healthcare system. Don't ever let it be said that there aren't great doctors and people with great intentions, the healthcare system itself. And a lot of times the middleman in the middle are what cause so many issues. Now we've talked time and time again, you and your doctor decide this would be a great, great treatment plan. And then your health insurance company says, nah, we don't think so. Wait a second. Whose money is it anyway? It's your money. You're the one that paid the insurance company. Shouldn't they be on your side? Well, we're going to talk about some of the, taking that middleman out, taking control of your own health. Therefore, I'm very, very honored to bring in Dr. Cody Goldman, former tank commander. How about that, folks? Former tank commander. He now focuses on natural weight loss. He recently released a book out on Amazon. Cody, Dr. Cody, Goldman, welcome aboard, sir. Thanks for having me. Excited to chat with you, man. Thanks for your energy and enthusiasm and what you do. Yes, sir. Absolutely. It is an absolute pleasure to welcome you aboard. Hey, I want to start this with a little bit because it actually all started here, right? It all started as a young tank commander that all of a sudden started having some weird medical issue that no one could pinpoint. Really, that's where your journey started, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, I joined the military at 17. I don't know if you can still do that. I was still in high school. And um, <clears throat> I had to wait to go to training before I was graduated. But basically, by the time I was 19, um, I was a tank commander. But in those first two years, I was the bullet kid. So the bullets on uh, tanks, they're howitzer tanks, they're 100 pounds a piece. And the bullet hole was about a foot over my head. And I'm six foot tall. So you can shoot three bullets a minute. And so, you know, throwing a hundred pounds over your head three times a minute over the course of six, seven, eight months, I really started having problems show up in my body. Um, I started having numbness in my hands. Uh, strength was losing strength. And I had simultaneously also had allergies and asthmas that were already there, but they seemed to be getting worse. Um, and then I also had a, a little bit of a heart palpitation, but didn't know what that was. And so, you know, I started as I got worse and worse, I, you know, I did what everyone else does go to the doctor. And I went to specialists, went to the heart specialist. And he said, there's nothing wrong with you. Well, you know, you're fine. <laughs> but my hand is is going numb and losing feeling, right? And then they go to the neurologist. 
And the neurologist says, nothing wrong with you, it's fine. And he sends me the next specialist. And so I go through all these specialists and they all, not all of them, but many of them gave me a solution, which was a pill. And at the time, I didn't know anything about health, but I I, I was 19 and I thought, if I take this pill, I, I don't even know what's even causing it. So it didn't make sense to me. I, I was not that smart when it comes to health, but I just didn't make sense. Why would I take a pill if I haven't figured out what's causing this? So I didn't. And my mom <laughs> at the time recommended that I go see a chiropractor. And I just thought that was a bad idea. You know, I'm, those guys are quacks and they don't, they're not real doctors. But <laughs> after you see enough specialists who don't help you, you'll do anything. And the guy did an x-ray, found a pinched nerve in my neck. And he said, this is what's causing your problem. I said, that's not causing my problem. That I already been to a neurologist. He said, the neurologist doesn't check nerves in your neck. The neurologist checks for the nerves in the periphery, which means outside of the main area of your body. Well, I still didn't believe him. He did one adjustment and I had electricity that shot into my arm, into my hand and feeling came back after months, strength came back. Now I wasn't going to be able to continue my career on, on the tank. So this is a pretty big deal. What came to me though, was what if I would have taken the pills the doctors gave me? What if I would have done that method? And the answer is you end up 50, 60, 70, 80 years old in that range, living in a nursing home on a bag of medications. That's the where that road goes. Because health has never come from a bottle. It's never been that way. Thousands and thousands of years. Health never came from that. Now, there's amazing advancements in emergency care. But what I want to really point to here is that there are causes of problems. And if you're whatever part of the healthcare system you're in, if your doctor hasn't found a cause, then don't do a treatment because it, you're just like throwing, you're throwing darts, right? Um, so get more information, find another doctor. No, you know, it's not that all doctors are bad. It's not at all. There's some great doctors, like you said. So that one experience made me realize I'm going to be a doctor who looks for a cause. And it's called DC, doctor of chiropractic, but also DC stands for doctor of cause. And so since then, of course, I ran a wellness center for 15, 16 years. And now I coach people and I run a um, online comp few online companies. But that's what I do when people are in their, their worst, their worst. They've been to the Mayo Clinic. They've been, they, they know what's going on. I'll have a conversation with them to look for a cause. And the cause, the majority of the time, does not come from the physical world. So I'll just leave it at that for you. That, that's very interesting because... I run into people in my world whenever I'm helping them find some type of insurance plan or looking to move them away from, say, a traditional insurance plan where, and this is in particular in the Medicare area, where they're taking 8, 10, 15, 25 medications. Now, what's interesting to me is there is not a single one of those medications that is looking to cure anything that they have, right? None of those are for cures. And about half of them are to counteract things that the other ones do. So let's think about that. Let's walk down that pathway for a second. All it's doing is masking in many cases, it's masking whatever the problem was, which is exactly what they look to do with you, right? They just said, okay, well, you're having this problem. If you'll take this medication, you won't have this problem anymore. 
well, no, I'll still have the problem. I just won't know that I have the problem or I won't be able to feel that I have the problem or I'm on a, a pain medication that doesn't let me feel the pain anymore. The pain's still there. You're just fooling my body into thinking that it's not there. It's not a, it's nothing to do with fixing the problem or a cure, as you you mentioned. It, it, it's unfortunate, but it seems like that's the path we go down too many times now, which of course there's a lot of money to be made in, in people being sick, right? A lot of money to be made when people are sick. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a fundamental principle that I've taken not only from my wellness center, but in, into uh, weight loss. Um, and I'll kind of tie these together because the same thing's happening in the weight loss space. And I'll just, to, the same yeah. thing you just pointed out, yeah. exact same thing happening. So, so if you and I have a check engine light that comes on in our car, check engine light comes on, you go to the mechanic, bring it and he goes, Ooh, you got a bad case of check engineitis. And you go, well, what is that? And he said, you, that means when you, you have a really inflamed check engine light, and you go, what do I do? He said, I've got a, I've got a solution. There's, there's a company that makes a really perfect piece of black tape that goes right over it. You, if you pop it over there, you won't see the light. Now the light represents headaches, numbness, tingling, nausea, vomiting, the symptoms. People need to really understand that symptoms are your body's innate wisdom and way of telling you that something's wrong. Do not shut up your innate wisdom. That's what I find that the medical system is very, very good at doing and the insurance companies could care less, in my opinion, why watch these patients. Insurance companies are not there to ensure your health. I think people know this, but they're not in the business of, of health. Okay. So, so, Agreed. so when you look and they're not your friend either, Cody, I'll tell you right now, they're not, no, they're not. that's for sure. That's for sure. So yeah, when you look at that example, if you keep driving with that piece of black tape over a check engine light, eventually your car breaks down. Now you got a bigger cost and a bigger problem. So when I hear people say, oh, we don't know what's causing cancer, I want to present an idea that's quite profound. What about what might be causing cancer is you suppressing your innate wisdom, headaches, neck pain, back pain, stomach pain. You're suppressing your symptom. Your body's telling something's wrong 30 years before you end up getting cancer. So when we do that, you end up again with a bigger problem. So this isn't just about knocking, oh, medicine's bad. It's guys, your system, your your body really has a wisdom of telling you something's going on. Sometimes I'd had patients who had a digestive problem and their body was telling them that they were in the wrong relationship, but they didn't have to listen. You could just keep taking Zantac. You just keep taking Zantac. You can stay in an uninspiring relationship. So there's a lot behind this. Yeah, it is interesting. I've, I've talked to people here recently that just a change in job changed their health. The stress and the culture of where they worked were causing them so much medical issues that, and it couldn't be pinpointed, right? Kind of what happened to you. They keep going to the doctor and the doctor says, there's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you. There, we can't find anything wrong with you. You keep having these issues, but there's nothing wrong with you. Until they talked to someone that said, I believe everything that's going on with you, and this was a, a emotional wellness coach, everything that's going on with you is tied to stress and displeasure with your job. They left their job, and within just weeks, everything that was going on with them wrong went away. Everything. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. It's all tied together, right? It's all, I mean, that's really what you're saying. It's all tied together. But if you don't, it, what would have been the easiest way for that person to handle this, right? The easiest way was, well, I mean, I'm getting paid pretty good. So maybe I just take some medications. I take, I keep taking something for my emotions and I keep taking, you know, I keep taking medications once again, that's doing nothing to fix the problem. But as you said, the check engine light was on <laughs> with this person, the check engine light was on. How much longer is this going to happen? So going down that pathway for just a second, because I had this conversation here recently as well, stress. How, what do you see on your side? I'm, I'm sure on the diet side and in your history as a chiropractor and, and in that realm, what role do you see as stress paying in the overall health of an individual? Well, I'll give you statistics. Right now, statistically, it is said that 70% or more of all doctor visits in America this is not my fact. This is the American statistic. So of all doctors visits in America are due to stress. That's this is a this is an, a medical statistic. Now we know that 70% of most doctors visits are due to stress. <clears throat> but 100% of the treatments are chemical. So we're offering a chemical solution to an emotional cause. So if we kind of take those stats and if we look at what, what I saw in my healthcare center and what I've done now with the weight loss, um, one of the reasons <clears throat> that I switched and I do virtual weight loss with people is because what happens is um, the more, by the way, I want to, let's, let's clarify when we say stress too, because people think stress is bad. You have you stress and distress. You have good stress and bad stress. Everything has a polarity. You need stress in your life. Let's make sure people are clear with that. If you don't have stress in your bones, your bones become brittle. That's why people go to go to space, less less gravity, their bones are weaker. Your your stress makes muscles strong, okay? So it's a balance between the right amount of stress, right? Challenge and support in our lives. But one of the biggest things I've seen is that we have not been taught who we really are or educated in who we are. Most people realize they're some kind of hu human being, but we are not a mind. We're not our body. Most people are aware of this. And we can we can feel we have a heart, a body, and a mind. Those are things we have. So it's the interaction of the heart, the mind, the body, and maybe people call a soul or whatever they think they are. But the interaction of all that is very important. And when you take that into an account, as, as that a person is a, a combination of all those things, that's when you really start getting great healing results. We had people heal from cancers, diabetic conditions, sickle cell anemia, things that aren't considered healable because I didn't treat people like a body. If you treat yourself like a body, you're missing out on potentially what's happening with the mind, what's happening with your heart, and what's happening with you as an energetic being or as a human being. So we take that approach into weight loss. And, and what happens is most people had gained excess weight as a protective mechanism emotional pains that have not been dealt with turn into fat. There's a whole mechanism behind that, but I'll just leave it like that for now, just to see what you come up with. Yeah, that's, that is very interesting. 70% that I believe that too. I believe because stress can cause so many 
different issues and can be manifested in so many different ways, depending on the individual. I really think that that is, uh, that's important to understand. And I think that you're, what you said, it correlates with that. How many times are stress-related issues what initially anyway, and maybe continually have caused things such as weight issues, right? The, the, the complete loss of control over what I'm putting in my body and what I'm, you know, the, the whole process and your body even functioning properly. I don't, I don't think people understand how much uh, your emotional health and the, the stress related things can have on just your body's function and not functioning normally. And like you talked about earlier, your stomach issues, all of these different things, they're all in, intertwined together. As you mentioned, uh, Cody, the, the fact that most people don't even understand the type of organism they are, how their body functions kind of push you behind the, uh, the eight ball. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, this is one of my, my big purposes and why I, created the weight loss company after the chiropractic office was number one. I, 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 um, I've watched as if there's one thing that I could do for people, you know, we're going to, we're always going to have stress, but if there's one thing I could do for people to really create a better life is truly to actually not just lose fat, but get your body back into equilibrium. And so that's, 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 that is why I focus on that now, even from a spiritual standpoint, the best way, if you're going to be seeking self-improvement, start with your body first. Because I can tell you, when your health is diminished, you're not seeking God. You're not seeking spirituality. You're not seeking to understand higher principles. You're just seeking to survive. So that's one of the main reasons good I really point. focus on a healthy body, right? Yeah, that's a, that's a very good point. Because it's hard to focus on other things when you've got pain, uh, when you are emotionally distraught, when when you know when the stresses of your world are closing in on you, all of those different things, it, it is hard to focus on really anything else. Uh, I, I think that everyone's been in that situation at one point. I mean, even you yourself, once again, a young man as a tank commander that's having these issues and saying, "I can't even do my job anymore." I, I you know, you're you're trying to lift this 100 pound shell over your head to load it and you you're losing strength and losing your ability to do that yeah and in this case i mean you're in the armed forces so in this case if even they're looking at this saying you're saying these things are happening cody but there's no medical proof they are that you can't do your job i'm sure that that was a little difficult to explain as well right yeah. Well, and those, that's the initial thing that really got me into really getting to look for the, the, the cause of what's going on with people. Right. So yeah, that's exactly it. And so now it's been over the course of over 25 years. Um, there's, you know, you have spiritual cause, you have emotional causes, you have mental causes, there's, there's different causes, but you know, you got to understand if you go to the doctor and you don't even value what the doctor, what kind of health that doctor's created for him or herself, you might want to question the advice. I mean, how many people do you go to the doctor these days? And you, how many people, how many would you even ask what your doctor eats? How many would you even model your doctor's diet? That's that. Why would you get advice from someone that you don't really respect their health? I'm just, I'm just <laughs> throwing this out to people. So, I mean, half the time it's like, yeah, you're not going to go get nutrition advice from someone who seems to not really handle nutrition. 
So, so anyway, it's, it's worth looking at that. It's not about people being perfect. It's that does someone have something you want and, and can you model what they're doing? If they are go for it model what they're doing. Um, but, but again, I think that was why I really, um, uh, you know, I, I think we talked about this. I just launched the, the four secrets to healthy weight loss. And right. if, if we kind of look at it from the, the same stuff we're seeing here, um, the same stuff is happening in the medical medicalized weight loss. Uh, there was a diet called HCG many years ago, which people are still doing it, but it's called it's it stands for human chorionic gonadotropin, and it's a pregnancy hormone that you have injected into you, and you burn all kinds of fat. But there's one big problem: it causes cancer. And so medical doctors were administering this injection, this hormone into people and people going crazy. It was a huge fad until people started getting cancer. Then the FDA banned it. And so it's the same kind of principle here. You, you can't chemically change your body because when the, the moment that chemical is, is, is done, all the emotions, all the stressors that, are, that were there before are, are come right back. So here's a little fact for you. In America, 80% of all of our weight loss programs fail. And the failure is defined as people gain all the weight back and more that they lost. So when I saw that, that's why I wanted to dive into this and, and the fallacies that people are being being told about, about weight and what's healthy in terms of how to lose weight, right? Yeah, so obviously, I mean, you've hit on a big subject in this country right now because we have these new GLP-1s that are out there that everybody wants, uh, whether you're doing it for diabetes or you're doing it for you know for weight loss. And, you know, we've got this big push now. Obviously, the, the, the manufacturers of these medications are pushing the other benefits they have on this, the, the, the heart health that you are going to get from it, the, you know, the reduction in strokes and, and heart attacks and all that. So don't just think of this as a weight loss medication. It's going to help you in all these different ways. And of course that particular part of it, you may or may not know this particular part of it, Cody, that is to convince Medicare, Medicaid, and insurance companies to cover this medication. That is convince them to pay for it. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, when you when you have an employer plan, in many cases, the employer gets to decide they are the, the final decision on which medications get to be covered. And so they, in a lot of cases here recently, have decided to have elected to do that. But these medications still are not approved for this. And because of that FDA approval, then they cannot be on where the big money is. OK, that's where the big money is. Right. But it's just another let's call it what it is. It's just another shortcut. It's just another shortcut. And no one knows what the long-term effects of these medications are going to be because they uh, 2017 is when they were, have actually been introduced. Uh, the first ones were out there. So how do you convince someone to completely disrupt the system that these are miracle drugs, right? Just if you don't believe me, just go and read the the news right now, right? These are miracle drugs that people are keeping the weight off in a much better percentage than the, than the eighty uh, percent or the twenty percent that you talked about earlier that are doing so. These are doing fantastic things. If you don't believe me, read the articles the manufacturer wrote about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but how do you how do you get get through to somebody to help them understand? 
the methods that you're showing, which are very disruptive, and you haven't even shared them with me yet. You just shared with me that they are. How do you get through with them that these are the real answers? Well, I'm glad you brought up the GLP-1 uh, agonists because <clears throat> so people have heard of Ozempic, the semaglutides. There's a whole there's a whole bunch of them. I want to I want to get I want to make sure people. This is one of the things I love talking about um, because this is the current HCG that was then. And that's gotcha. what this is, okay. And so, just to, so people understand this, this was a diabetic. These are diabetic medications that that that's how that's what these are for. And right. then people saw, wow, I'm losing weight. So then, of course, they go, let's get this approved for weight loss. <clears throat> now it's weight loss. <clears throat> and so, a few things. Number one, <laughs> the way these work is let me just just to make it very simple is when you start using semaglutides to influence hormones you're manipulating your body into thinking it's doing something that it's not okay so number 1 it does suppress your appetite isn't that a great thing suppress your appetite well god gave you an appetite god gave you metabolism god gave you the 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 beautiful um mechanism of hunger why would you suppress that i don't know we'll talk about that so first people are in the under the delusion that if they starve themselves, it's a good thing. False. Robbing yourself of calories is, is the wrong way to go. That's like you saying you're going to drive, uh, do a road trip across the country, but you're going to do it with a very low tank of gas. That would be stupid. Calories are units of energy that your body burns. That's what calories are. They're not your freaking enemy, right? So semaglutides, what they do is they trick your body into thinking that you're full. How do they do this? Well, let me share a little inside tip for you. My sister is a <clears throat> emergency room nurse <clears throat> and she started seeing um, high instances of, of, um, of people with digestive issues, okay? She first started seeing this, not in the ER, but when they're doing colonoscopies and trying to, you know, trying to look at people's colons, well, they'd have someone come in and they'd do a colonoscopy just recently in the last six months and as they do the colonoscopy, they start noticing there are there is undigested food in people's digestive tract. She goes, that's weird. Why, why would that be? She started this over and over again. Well, guess what they found? They had to add to the questionnaire, are you taking a semaglutide? Because what it does is it cuts off blood supply to your digestive tract. Now, if someone doesn't understand what that really means, you receive nutrients vital nutrients for life through your digestive system. Blood is an integral part of, of reaping those. That's how you even get the nutrients from your digestive tract to your body. Semaglutides cut off blood supply. Why? Because when you cut off blood supply, the food doesn't digest. It stays in your system. And then you trick your body into thinking you're full. <gasps> Amazing. Now I'm not hungry. Now I'm not going to eat. And then what happens? You start losing weight. But there's one big problem with that. Well, there's many big problems with that. But one big problem is you lose the wrong kind of weight. You'll only dig into fat storages for a small small amount of time. Your body won't keep doing that. Eventually, when you starve yourself, when you rob yourself, when you do a caloric deficiency, which is what Jenny Craig and Weight Watchers and all the other things are doing, you eventually start burning muscle. And when you burn muscle and proteins, you become very unhealthy. And also when you lose weight that way, it always comes back with a vengeance, okay? So 
we're seeing people with having, having what's called ischemic bowel, meaning they've cut off blood supply to their bowel, okay? Now, I will share with you the one-on-one consultations I've done with patients who are just getting off. So that way we can kind of compare to what the manufacturer says. I have people who are two, three, four months outside of taking these, okay? And here's what they said. Dr. Goldman, it was a miracle. I lost all kinds of weight. And they go, cool, how are you now? I, I actually gained it all back and more, and I felt terrible why I did it. And that is what I hear from every freaking person. They tell me they can eat whatever they want, they can lose weight, and it's a miracle, and they're still drinking. So you need to make no changes, no pattern changes, no, no diet change at all. That sounds like a miracle. And the problem is, eventually, you're going to go right back to what you're doing. So to me, this is one of the most unhealthy. Oh, let me mention too, by the way, that that these come with boxed warnings. Boxed warnings are the most serious FDA warnings. And what they did was they tested these semaglutides on rats because you test on rats before you test on humans. Right. And they found that, right, that rats started developing tumors on their thyroid gland. Now, when I mentioned this to my medical doctor friends, I said, guys, why the hell would, 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 would you start promoting something to your patients if it caused tumors and rats. They said, well, well, that's rats. That's not human physiology. And I said, well, then what is the point of checking rats? Isn't that the whole point of it? Why, why would you even do it if you're just going to deny it? So if you're cool with the strong chance of, of putting tumors in your body, I say go for the semaglutide if you want that short-term weight loss. Yeah, that's interesting. I was uh, at a conference here about three weeks ago and one of the presenters got up and said pretty much what you just said, that one of the biggest non-on-the-label <laughs> uh, problems is the potential for thyroid cancer for the for the tumors. And he's like, why? why? Why wasn't it put there? Because it was in the rats. It hasn't been proven to be on humans yet. I thought that was extremely interesting that here is something that occurred once again in all the testing, but it didn't have to be on the label. That's uh, that just doesn't sound very healthy to me. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Which kind of leads me to, if I, if I was to, if I was to go there with you, then, you know, I, the, the book itself, the four secrets, I'd love to review those with you because this really, Play, please, right absolutely. That. Yeah. And by the way, the, the book is on Amazon and I have a chapter just on semaglutides that's on there, but okay. Um, or a section, I should say. So, you know, four secrets to healthy weight loss, right? And it says, listen, this is a way to lose fat, balance your hormones naturally with no drugs, no chemicals, and no starvation diets. That's what the subtitle is. So <clears throat> it's important to understand this. this the, the first secret is when you say you want to lose weight, you got to understand what type of weight you want to lose. So you got to determine, do you want to lose fat, muscle, or water? Okay. And that's a really important piece. If you're okay losing your muscle, which when you break down proteins, it is, it is probably one of the initiators for a disease process. That's what, that's what that is. When you, um, um, most people, because they're reducing calories around the expenditure, that's what they've been taught. Jenny Craig, Weight Watchers, metabolic centers, even when people do paleo and keto, everyone's been taught to reduce their calories. So I'm going to say this first, the first thing Stop reducing your calories to lose weight. 
when I say that to people, they kind of go, wait, that, that that's not true. That can't, that doesn't make any sense. Well, that'd be like me saying, stop halfway filling your gas tank when you're driving across the country. I'm saying the same thing to you. I'm saying you got to make sure your gas tank is full up just enough. In other words, if you want to really truly become healthy and burn fat, you've got to eat enough calories. Why? There's a mechanism in your brain called the anti-starvation mechanism. This is inherited over from, from the animal plane. Part of our brain is still wired in the animal plane. And it, what happens is we used to not have McDonald's around in grocery stores. And so when we shoot a deer and we'd eat it, we weren't going to eat for another three or four days. So your brain is so intelligent. But what it does is it stores fat when you don't get enough food. I want people to really hear that. Your brain stores fat. Why? Fat is God's most amazing fuel source. Fat is the most amazing fuel source for both your body and your brain. You're at your highest mental capacity, highest emotional capacity, and highest physical capacity when you burn fat as a fuel source. So your brain knows to store it. <clears throat> so every time you fast, every time you reduce calories, you store fat, not release it. Okay? So that's the first thing to, to, to stop doing. Is if you want if you want to lose weight the right way, you've got to get a right amount of calories in, and you must lose fat, not muscle. That's secret number one. But that is okay. Losing fat, obviously, that's not contradictory to anything we've told you. We, you know that we've been told that, but it's the process of losing that fat that you're twisting around there, right? That you're saying the way you've been told you can lose fat actually doesn't lose fat. Yep. Yeah, that's what we're counter contradicting is people talk about people don't say you're losing fat. They say losing weight. Right. And yes, right. you'll lose weight. But the problem is if you reduce your calories, if you starve yourself, you lose fat for just a little while, a few days, and then you start digging into your muscle storages. And the reason why is your body won't let go of fat if you starve yourself because it means it's not going to survive. Fat is our best survival mechanism. So as cave people, we were sitting around going, hey, I not, may not be getting food. The smart thing for your brain to do was to store the fat. So every time you skip a meal, every time you rob yourself of calories, Every time you go grab a, a, a meal, a frozen meal that says low calories, you are screwing yourself over. Stop the low calorie crap. By the way, do you know where the low calorie stuff came from? No idea. In 1960, Harvard Medical School did research on whether or not sugar or fat was causing the current cardiovascular problems in the 60s. People were having a lot of problems with their heart. Well, the study actually showed that sugar was causing people to be fat. But guess what was published in the American Medical Journal? What was published was that fat made people fat. And who paid for that? By the way, this was founded in the, in the early 2000s. Doctor, I think it's Christine Kern, was in the basement of medical. Look, look this up. You guys can Google this. It's common knowledge. But you can go to the basement of Harvard. She was in the basement of Harvard Medical School. And she found that a company called the Sugar Foundation paid Harvard researchers to falsify that document. <laughs> and since the 1960s, you and your family believe that low fat is a good idea. That is the worst thing you can do because what happens 
What did they do to the food when they removed the fats? What do you think they did to the food? What did they add in? What did the sugar <laughs> foundation add in? It had to taste good, right? Had to make, how do you make added, it taste good? Fill it with sugar. Added sugar. You added sugar. <laughs> so they knew that sugar was killing people. So they literally falsified evidence to make people think it was fat. And then they added more sugar in. Now, when this was found, nobody got in trouble because it was back in the 60s. Everyone's dead or retired. There's no one to blame anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> but the good news is, is when we found it out, we got rid of all the sugar and put the fats back in there. And the, all the news was spread all over the country and everyone changed their diet. <laughs> and, the, and, and the whole country is so much healthier now. You're right, man. I love that fantasy. <laughs> oh wait, that was a that was a different TV show. <laughs> that was a that, was a, that show. was a different parallel uh, universe, right? That wasn't ours. That that that's happened somewhere else. Exactly, exactly. No, I love that. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. Funny. It, it 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 is interesting, right? That you get um, you get the facts out there but it didn't change any behavior, right? It didn't change anything and it didn't change the behavior of the, of the people. And it didn't change behavior of the manufacturers that are feeding the people that are providing yeah. the products, because yeah. if it didn't change the habits of the people, why should they change either? Yep. Well, right. Exactly. And, and, and matter of fact, that leads me to my second secret where you're going with this is you've got to understand what type of burner you become. So basically just to make it simple, you can be a fat burner or a sugar burner. And this is important. If people, you know, this is not just a weight loss thing. I want people to understand this is, a, this is a health thing. Years ago, I didn't realize I was a sugar burner. I was a bodybuilder. I was in incredible shape. I didn't realize I was actually burning sugar as a fuel source. When, when you burn fat as a fuel source, here's a few symptoms. How you know when you burn fat, here's a few symptoms. You're mentally sharp. Your emotions, you handle your emotions really well. You have lots of energy. You wake up energized without coffee and you go to bed on time and sleep well. That's, that's the result of being a, a fat burner. If you're a sugar burner, you store excess amounts of fat and don't know why when you go on a diet, you can't lose weight or you lose weight and it comes right back. You're lethargic. You have digestive issues. You have arthritis. You, you're, you're, um, you're, you'll have low energy, poor sleep emotional imbalances, depression, anxiety. So sugar, as we've now determined, um, when they, when they, when they made that big switch over there, um, it was a big deal because if you put enough sugar in your system, you eventually, your brain stops using fat as a fuel source. So wow. that's the second thing that we do. Exactly. If your weight loss program does not change you back to being a fat burner, you're wasting your time. So my physiology was burning sugar. And uh, what we do over the course of 40 days, we actually reset someone's hormones and they go back to being a fat burner. I got to tell you, I've watched people's biomarkers, their blood pressure get better. I've watched people get off arthritis medications. They've gotten off digestive medications. It is wild to watch what happens when you get your body back to the proper physiology. And by the way, we were all born as fat burners. That's how God intended us to be. Yeah, that, that is very interesting. But but the whole problem here, of course, right, is that sugar's in everything. So it's almost impossible to not be a sugar burner unless you really take a very concerted effort to change your diet 
to not include so much of those sugars. Yes. Sugar has been implanted into everything. My little daughter, I was getting her yogurt the other day and she was like this yogurt. And I looked at it. It's a nice Greek yogurt, Chobani yogurt, full of sugar. I got some beef jerky the other day. I started looking. Guys, after this, if you guys are listening to this, go look at your food. Look at the the raw, the sheer, this should be you know illegal to put this much sugar in people's foods. But basically, beef jerky, chips, I mean, your your sugar is is massive. So whatever you give your body enough of eventually becomes efficient at burning. So yeah, it takes quite a bit. And by the way, the sugar companies, there's a book called uh, Sugar Blues. Highly recommend you read it. It's phenomenal. But sugar, we've known for since the 1500s that sugar releases dopamine in your brain, which gives you the false sense but it really gives you the sense, it gives you the false sense that you've done something good for yourself. So when you eat some of this sugar, you believe that you've achieved something in your life. It's called <laughs> dopamine. Dopamine is released in your brain and you go, yeah. man, I'm really getting, I'm doing pretty good, right? I'm rocking. <laughs> exactly. If you've got a hard day, this is why people go, I'm going to go out and have a beer. But guess what you end up having with that beer? With that beer, you either have a burger, pizza, fries, fried chicken wings, it's really the dopamine we're after, guys. I just want to mention that to you. So. <laughs> I mean, you just you just uh, made the whole list of the whole bar food world, right? I mean, that's what you get in every single one. They serve the same thing, but it right, it's all of those things. That's that's very very interesting. All right, number three. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Frank. Thanks, keep me on track there, man. Number three, <clears throat> you've got to reset your hormones. So this isn't ju- this isn't just a female thing. So when you actually eat enough sugar over time, which everyone has done in America, and by the way, we haven't, we won't mention too much about this, but we had a really cool thing called the Food Guide Pyramid by our government, the FDA. You know, if you remember that, please, Mm. if you haven't looked at the Food Guide Pyramid, most of you probably have the bottom line, you know, as a pyramid, it's, it's bigger on the bottom. It said your, your largest amount of servings of food should come from breads, cereal, rice, and pasta. Now, if people don't understand physiology, those things turn into sugar, okay? So (laughs) so the years of putting that stuff in, right, there actually is a hormone reset. And that's what I want people to be able to understand. There's leptin and ghrelin are two hormones in your body that are responsible for burning fat as a fuel source and also telling you when you're full or when you're hungry. When you put enough sugar in, those two hormones start moving their way over onto sugar and they start using sugar as a fuel source. So we, you must reset your hormones. We do this. We created an actual herbal supplement that is a non HCG version of what HCG did. It's just with herbs. There's no side effects. So in 40 days, we actually flip people's hormones back. So that's why this is a permanent change for people, not a temporary change. So if you're doing a weight loss program, and you're not actually making a permanent hormone reset back to being a fat burner, you have an 80% chance of going right back to gaining all the weight. And most people do. Wow. That is, that's such a fundamental piece right there that, that I don't, I mean, I've never even heard anyone say that. You, you know, I mean, it's obviously when you talk about hormones and you think about weight gain, you you think about and I think we we get the two mixed up right. Oh, my, my metabolism changed. 
and I got a little bit older. And so, you know, my hormones, I don't, as a guy, I don't have enough testosterone now. And so, um, you know, I'm, well, I learned recently that a lot of this, and you tell me if, if you agree with this, that when we have a change in our metabolism, which let, let's go ahead and say that's, that can be hormone related too. It has something to do with the fact that we've changed our lifestyle to just sit behind a desk. We don't, we're not doing anything. And when you're not doing anything, your metabolism naturally is going to slow down because there's nothing to metabolize. I, I don't need to work as hard. I don't need to do anything there. I don't, why would I be working all the time as a metabolism if this guy's just sitting at this desk for eight hours a day, gets up, gets in his car, goes home and sits on his couch for four hours, then gets up and goes to bed? What are you burning? What are you doing? Why, why, would, why would I need to keep working as a metabolism? Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, well, this is really, to me, is really the principle of adaptation. <clears throat> um, if you if you take that, that person you're talking about, um, and and then you typically given the average american diet um again which is sugar you basically are letting your body know like you know you, you don't really need to have there, there are certain hormones just so people understand that are released in your body when you go for a walk when you go to the gym when you actually stress your body in those ways there are hormones that are released in your body that tell your body to stay young i don't want people to really process this when you stop walking and stop moving, those hormones aren't released anymore. Your body goes, I have no need to lift weight. I have no need to move my body. Um, and so, yes, that's the case. When you add that on top of putting sugar in, it becomes, you know, in, in the world, this, this really says it all right here. <clears throat> the World Health Organization ranks countries in terms of their, you know, ranks amongst the healthiest. Now, America... We spend the top five billion in in healthcare, right? We rank anywhere. We keep floating from number thirty seven to forty two, okay. And there's many reasons for this, but part of what it is we're discussing is number one, sugar, since the fifteen hundreds, has um, caused so many health issues, cardiovascular problems, digestive issues. We haven't even talked about what sugar does to your bio system. Bad bacteria in your gut love sugar, hmm. love sugar. Oh my God. They love it. They just breed on it. So, and, and th there's a whole other topic. So when you take into account someone not needing to move, because we live in such a wealthy country, you don't really need to move anymore. And then you add on sugar. What you're starting to see is the decline overall of, of the American population of our health over a long period of time. I mean, it is kind of sick when you look at our population, even compared to somewhere else, to countries that don't even have anywhere near the amount of money that we can spend on healthcare. Right. You might have seen the you might have seen the the uh, National Geographic um, documentary just came out on the blue zones, but the blue zones were have been around for a long time, which was five areas that this National Geographic photographer saw that people were living well past a hundred, and they basically tried to find the common denominator. And it's very interesting to see what they found in there. And, and, and it's stuff you would think of and stuff you wouldn't think of. But of course, a basic diet was one of them. But one of the principles that they found, two things that really stood out for me. One was everybody was walking. 
everybody walked places. That's the simple thing of that. I mean, I love to lift weights, but I walked six to eight miles a day, even in the winter after I saw that. Because again, if you move your body, your body goes, oh, you want to keep moving? And and so I I think about this uh, in the, from the sense of I had a 91-year-old patient who used to walk to my office every day and I asked him, what do you, how'd you do, what do you do to stay healthy? And he said, listen, I drank, I smoked, I was in the military. I'm not a really healthy person, I'm a, but you're 91 and you're walking back and forth. I mean, there's seven-year-olds that aren't doing that. And he was pretty damn healthy. Yeah. <laughs> and he said, that he's, this is the biggest piece of advice. He said, listen, Cody, if you can do it today, you can do it tomorrow. It's just that people don't do it today. And I thought that is pretty freaking wise right there. That is, that That's is wise. That's wise. Yeah. Yeah. Now that, that goes back to the old saying, right? What's the, what's the very, and this would go with weight loss too. What's the, what's the most difficult step in weight loss? What's the most difficult step? One. So that's to his point. You're not doing it today. So if you never take that first step, if you never start on that, if you never take the first step of the walk, you're not going to take a walk. <laughs> you can't take a walk without the first step of the walk. It's impossible. There's no way you can do it. You can't start on step two. It doesn't work that way. You've got to take the first step. All right. I know that you have a limited time left with me. All right. Number four. That's right. Well, thank you for keeping me on track, man. We could talk right for hours. Um, yeah. So, so yes, the, the fourth, fourth secret, this is way beyond what you might talk to you about your, with your doctor. This is way out there, folks. The fourth secret. Ooh, <laughs> this is big stuff. It's, it's downloaded from aliens. It's quite wacky. It's called the emotional rewire. And this is a big deal. I say it like this to be funny, but we have negated our emotions for years. As men, we say emotions are weak. But I want to propose to people that one of the weakest things you can do is shove down your damn emotions because repressed emotions will manifest in your system as heart problems, digestive issues. I watched it for 25 years. Pushing your emotions down will make you literally fat. And so there's so many unconscious and subconscious mechanisms of, of why we gain fat to protect ourselves. I watched as people go, listen, I'm tired of relationships. I don't want to have a relationship anymore. They will unconsciously literally make themselves fat so they don't get attention anymore. So they don't have to deal with men or women, right? So, so uh, I when I coach people, you know, as people start losing 10, 20, 30 pounds, it's cool because this stuff starts to come up. I'll have women that go, I got a big problem. I'm like, what? Men are starting to stare at me again. And they go, why is that a problem? Well, you don't know what it's like to be a man. I'm like, you're desired. What about the healthy aspect of being desired and feeling wanted by a man? You see, this gets wired around. So there's an emotional rewire. This is just one example of, of wow. thousands that I could get. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. So wow. Like that. Now that, that that's interesting. You know, that, that goes into, you know, something we talk about as entrepreneurs, that is, you're, you're pre-wired to think that making money and, and being successful is negative. Right. Because depending on how you were raised or what your values are, you know, oh, I, I can't never succeed to the point where I'm I'm a millionaire, because if I do that, then I, I'm going to be evil. It, it's evil to be a millionaire. Right. I believe it's evil to be a millionaire. So I can never be a millionaire. So you self-sabotage 
your success, sometimes not even trying to, but you're afraid of those accomplishments. I can see this is a very similar to what you're talking about, that you sabotage your own weight loss journey because you're afraid of whatever, fill in the blank, what it doesn't really matter what it is. All of a sudden, I'll be able to do this, or I'll be looked at this way, or I'll be able to have that. And I'm undeserving of that. Whatever that is, all of a sudden, you've got to have that emotional change there to be able to really make it to the end, right? Make it to the finish line. You've come, you've come a long way. And then all of a sudden there's a finish line. You just can't do it because you've, you convinced yourself you don't deserve it or that it, it, you, you shouldn't have it. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, well said you got it. And um, that is why in the, in the, the last chapter of, of the book um, I, I have a, the process of emotionally rewiring because many times, you know, the thing that you think you're after, the thing you think you want um, many times is associated with pain. And and most people don't realize that. And like you just said, making more money might be associated with pain. That was the example. Or losing weight, being healthy, maybe associated with some kind of pain. So in this book, it goes through how to emotionally rewire. So that way, um, by the way, it doesn't matter how many programs you do, you can do them over and over and over again, unless you actually do the emotional rewire, which is why it's in here. Um, you'll sabotage yourself. So that was well said, man. Well, thank you very much. Hey, I really appreciate you being on here. So folks, you can go out to Amazon, The Four Secrets to Weight Loss. That is Cody's book. You also, you have a YouTube channel, correct? Yeah, Dr. Dr. Cody Goldman. And by the way, the book is Four Secrets to Healthy Weight Loss, just FYI. All um, right, all right. Yes, got a, got a, got a YouTube channel um, called Dr. Cody Goldman. And then you can also check us out at the Fast 40 Weight Loss dot com fast 40 weight loss.com and you still do online uh weight loss as well right so you have a you have a program f- folks could could get involved with that way as well yeah <clears throat> yeah it's called the fast 40 and i work with people right now i've got patients in germany australia all, all over the place canada so yeah we do it online virtual no brick and mortar store needed anymore okay hey that is great man i sure appreciate the information very eye-opening Sugar, folks, we've heard all kind of things about sugar. I know you like it. Everyone likes a donut. All right, I get it. Everyone yeah. likes a donut, but it's killing you, man. It's killing you. Come on, let's. Uh, I, I need to be part of the change as well, Cody. I really appreciate you bringing these issues forward to us. Hey, and giving us hope. You know, there's a, a lot of times that I think people have maybe reached a point where they feel like they don't have any other options. Hopefully they will go out, purchase your book, look at uh, different ways of doing things. Once again, thinking outside of the box is a lot of times the best way that you can overcome the different things and adversity that you've been through. Dr. Cody Goldman, thank you once again for being with us today. We certainly appreciate the time that you've given us. Thank you very much. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you, sir. All right, folks, and don't forget, if you are looking for access to quality health care, we can certainly help you at EagleCare.com. If you are in Houston, San Antonio, or Austin, don't forget about the new program we have available for you guys. In partnership with Next Level Urgent Care, we are offering our Eagle Prime Series, $80 a month for your entire family, access to all the primary care and urgent care that you need, all the way from your annual physicals to a nutritionist. Uh, you also can do all the urgent care stuff, such as any type of uh, broken bones. You can get that set. You also can uh, take care of any other little things that come along there, include your virtual care, 
also includes your uh, telemedicine, the, a whole litany of different things that are included in your, this membership. Uh, I'll tell you, I'm still in awe of all the information that Cody shared with us. So my apologies, guys, for not being on my game right now. My gosh, that was some great information. All right, you want to learn more about the Prime Series, make sure you go out to eaglecarehealth.com slash prime. That's eaglecarehealth.com slash prime. You guys look it up today. Can't wait to have you as part of the Eagle Care team. Everyone have a wonderful, wonderful, blessed week. We are out.